Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Taekwondo for all. That is one of the themes that have run throughout our series of interviews, whether it be speaking to Grandmaster Erica Lindhorst about seniors, whether it was speaking to Grandmaster Michael Sirota about para-taekwondo. It has been an important theme of our program. Today's guest, Angelo Bonilla, is a 67-year-old third Don Taekwondo student working towards his fourth Don and Taekwondo mastery. Angelo is an inspiring gentleman with a background as a New York City public school teacher who got a start in the martial arts, as he will tell you, later in life. I've trained beside Angelo for many years, and he is a great person to train with. He inspires you, he lifts you up, and he is among the most unselfish of martial artists that I have ever met. I hope you enjoy listening to him. And as I indicated from the episode, we did this episode in our home dojang, the YH Park Taekwondo Academy of Levittown, after an intense Saturday training session. And consciously, I decided to interview him there. So there is some background noise of people winding down their training and walking about. So those are the noises that you hear, just to set the tone as to how we conducted this interview. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to a special edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. I am Mark Sirianis, your host, the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine, and a third Don Black Belt. Today I am recording from the YH Park Taekwondo Academy in Levittown, New York. YH Park has been an institution in Taekwondo teaching since 1973. We are talking today to third Don, Angelo Bonilla. Angelo, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. So, Angelo, you are, one of the reasons why we're speaking to you is that you are probably not inside the normative for uh, demographics for the studying of Taekwondo. Um, can you tell us, uh, your, state your age? I am presently 67 years young. Very good, very good. Now. 67 years young, there are numbers of people who've been in the martial arts for their entire life who are uh, contemporaries of yours. But your story is a little bit unique because tell us when you, at what age you started practicing the martial arts. I started at the age of 55. At 55. So tell us, at 55 years old, what is it that compelled you to start practicing the martial arts? Well, I've always had it in the back of my mind to practice martial arts. And one day, my stepdaughter asked me to take my granddaughter to to her Taekwondo class. My stepdaughter had researched the best school and found that YH Park was the best school. So I I take her to to the academy and YH Park approaches me and says, why don't you practice? I said, I'm too old, I'm 55. And as it turns out, he and I were born the same day, the same month, and the same year. He gave me a uniform and said, get out there. And I said, all right. And one of the reasons that compelled me is because I was a very overweight. 
I had high blood pressure or still do and diabetes and this is a perfect remedy for those ailments and there are other benefits to Taekwondo not just physical but psychological the philosophy of Taekwondo and the community that that you enter to it, it, it helps a great deal that's great now it's interesting because for you the push uh, was somebody really really encouraging you and basically pointing you in, in, in the right direction at that time but there must have been in your prior years some interest in, in the martial arts did you ever um, fancy or did you ever think about it at, at any prior times uh, getting involved in, in, in any martial arts or was it something that you always just viewed as being um, something to observe and not participate in? Well, when I was a teenager, I was about 15 or 16 years old, I enrolled in uh, Shotokan Karate with a, uh, a teacher from Japan and I lasted six months and I did not continue. And for the rest of my life, that was sort of something I regretted, not having continued in the martial arts. And when this opportunity arose, it was like answering the answer of a prayer. And I, I took it. I responded to it. That's great. And I, and I think I've heard the story over and over again where people um, have returned to martial arts. In a recent interview I did with superstar of uh, martial arts and film kung lee his story was very similar as a young child he he got involved in uh, martial arts in taekwondo uh his family couldn't afford for him to continue so he stopped and the day arose when he had that opportunity to to jump back in and 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 you know it was uh something that had been i think festering under the surface for a long time so for you at 55 years old uh many people uh, in other athletics are sort of winding down their athletic careers, um, are slowing down, are not as involved in exercise. What challenges have you found? Did you find getting into it initially? And here we are 12 years later, what, what challenges have you found in terms of, of sustaining your Taekwondo practice? Well, my first challenge was losing weight. I was 5'7 and 210, 215 pounds, which was, uh, I was not happy with myself at that, at that point. Taekwondo helped me lose about 40, 50 pounds. And when I first started, I was working. And so I had to get up early, go commute to the city, New York City, work and commute back Long Island and then get ready to take class. I was a little younger than 55 and it wasn't as difficult but as time went on it became diff more and more difficult to do but I retired now I have more time but at the same time I'm older and other challenges arise such as uh, problems with my knees they say the knees are the first to go uh, a little bit of arthritis uh, and, and so on. I still deal with the same ailments. I have to control my high blood pressure, my diabetes. And now I have more time to attend classes. But it's never easy, no matter what stage you're in. You have to develop the discipline to come to class. And 
Do you think that it's interesting in listening to you speak and you have a very um, obviously mature and sensible approach to understanding your training. Do you think that's a product of who you are or do you think that's a product of the fact that you were at a uh, adult mature age when you started training? Do you feel that that was one of the benefits of starting to train at that age, that you had the maturity to understand what your potential limitations were and what your schedule was? Well, I, I worked around my limitations and my schedule, but being older, there are two aspects of the discipline that I can appreciate a bit more. First of all, the philosophy of Taekwondo. It is not just kicking and punching. There's a philosophy to it as far as a family, perseverance, and etc. And you become integrated socially where you have to give. Once you receive, you have to give back and teach the younger generations. Also, I get to see the practicality of the movements as far as the fighting, the purpose of the kicking, the purpose of the punching. And another aspect which helps me a great deal are the pumseis. As you get older, not only does your body deteriorate a bit, but so does the mind. And forms are an excellent way to exercise your mind because you move in both left and right directions, forward and backwards, and it encompasses all that, the hemispheres of the brain. And you, you're also practicing and developing in those areas. That's excellent. And that's a really excellent uh, point that you make uh, about, and studies have shown that for people who are aging, that dance routines, martial arts, pumse, uh, and things of this nature with uh, the, the ability and the need to do repeat patterns helps to stay off um, things like the onset of Parkinson's disease, the onset of dementia, things of that nature. So it is really, really one of the things that we tell people, and I think that one of the reasons why we're talking today is to send the message that Taekwondo is not for the young, but the theme of this podcast has been from day one, Taekwondo for everyone. Tell me what is your favorite aspect of your, of your training? One of my favorite aspects is the curriculum itself, the exercise, running, jumping, push-ups, sit-ups, I love that. And it keeps me in shape. There are very few, per se, 67-year-olds that can do what I do. I not only exercise within the, the dojan, but on my own time, I go to the gym and exercise to reinforce the strengthening of my body. And again, interacting with my fellow students, which has been a great asset to me socially. That's great. What makes you, what makes Angelo Bonilla at 50s and 60s a potentially better student than Angelo Bonilla at 15 or 16 or 17 years old? At 16 and 17, there were too many outside pressures, peer pressure and so forth, and a, a pressure uh, to go to school and perform, a pressure with uh, girls and so forth. But now when you're older, all of that is out of the way. 
and your mind is more clear to focus on what you really need to focus on and time time is what helps me I refuse to accept the fact that I am old at 67 I refuse to accept that and as I go along I will continue to refuse and to help me in that refusal is Taekwondo. That's wonderful. The philosopher Deepak Chopra talks about in many of his writings about how age is a product of mindset and and it is very very important in terms of how you feel is how you how you view yourself. Um, I find myself in my 50s for the first time probably ever to say I'm in the best thanks to Taekwondo the best shape of my life which is makes me sad sometimes because I say, wow, I wish I knew what I knew at 30, but everything happens in, in good time. How did you feel? What was the hardest part for you of stepping on the mat for the first time after Grandmaster uh, handed you the uniform and sort of pushed you like a bird out of the nest and said, get in there? What was the hardest part of commencing your training? Well, the hardest part was when I looked at younger students and adults that have been there a while and they could do things, higher kicks, faster kicks, punches, stances. I couldn't do those things. I walked in, I was overweight, I was slow, I couldn't lift my leg beyond my knee and it was a bit depressing because it put me in touch of in how bad a shape I was in. But with patience and time all of that disappeared and now i do things that i never dreamt i could do that's great and that's exciting and how do you feel that in coming into the environment uh we train with a lot of young people some of them are children some of them are teens Um, they have the ability to do things and contort their bodies in ways that i in my dreams can't um how did they respond to you Did, did was there a um did you feel that there was a desire on their part, that there was a fear of you? Did you feel that they were there was a desire to help you? Um, did you did you feel how did you feel in terms of working together with the young people that that are, you know, naturally so much more physically capable of doing certain things? I don't know, but it's strange how I don't know if uh, a type of personality is attracted to Taekwondo or. Taekwondo attracts a certain type of person, but when I'm on on the mat with younger people, their desire is to help. If I can't do anything or something that they can, they are understanding and they understand my limitations and they try to help me as much as possible, which I greatly appreciate. And that's because their personalities have developed within the Taekwondo environment. That's great, and, and I've had a similar experience. Um, let me switch gears a little bit. One of the questions, I, and we talked a little bit, but one of the things that I, I, we always talk about with um, people that practice is influences in terms of enjoying, um, and I was just curious, do you enjoy watching martial arts movies, television shows, that type of stuff, or is it something that is uh, something that you don't get much pleasure out of? I've never met a martial artist that doesn't like (laughs) martial arts movies. I love martial arts movies. And sometimes I don't put the emphasis on the the topic of the movie, but I watch the fight scenes. 
and these are highly skilled martial artists of course many of the fight scenes are choreographed but still in all you have to be knowledgeable and skilled to pull off that choreography and you always learn from them because you could say wow i learned that at the dojan or i think i can apply that i can do that and so forth so it it it, it, uh the martial arts movies enlarges my scope in martial arts and my capabilities that's great. That's great. And I have to agree with you. I don't think there's anybody I've ever met who, who trained so many people I know that have gotten into the martial arts have been because of their love as a child or, or as a younger person for the influence of martial arts and, and, and martial arts movies. So, so tell me now, you're at, you're, you've, um, you practice regularly. You are a third Don. You are in the process of the road to mastery. Your next step is to continue and to go on to, if you choose, um, to to hit fourth down and to potentially be a Taekwondo uh, master. Is that your intention? What does the future hold for uh, Angelo Bonillo at this point? Yes, uh, that's my next goal. It's step by step. I have to learn a great deal of the curriculum, learn it well. And I, I dream about my fourth don. I will accomplish it. And I should be about 71 when I receive that, God willing. And I shall continue with Taekwondo, 75, 80. Until I can no longer kick and punch, I will practice Taekwondo. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So in winding down, let me ask you to give to some young person who's just starting out who sees uh, a bright future ahead for themselves in taekwondo what is the best advice that you can give them both in and out of taekwondo training because you're a you're an experienced man you're a a distinguished member of society you're a retired uh, public school teacher uh, and uh, you, you, you've lived a, a very full and rich, rich life. So what advice can you give to young people that are um, getting involved in martial arts today? A lot of young people come into martial arts and they want to perform like Bruce Lee in a few weeks. And the first thing I tell them is, no, it takes a long time that they should be patient with themselves. In today's society where everything is quick, quick food, uh, what else everything is fast they have to learn how to be patient take things slow repeat everything Uh, don't forget about the basics and continue to grow they will see their growth if they take that approach and as they grow they will get a deeper understanding of the art both in its curriculum and in its philosophy that's wonderful. I want to thank you for uh, talking to us today. We are in the process. You'll hear some background noise because we are actually talking from a Saturday training session where Angelo and I uh, and a number of the senior, uh, both senior in rank and senior in age belts, train together. And I want to thank you. And we look forward to your progress. And we look forward to your um, to what you're working on and we will be releasing some some highlights and and we look forward to your uh, road to mastery and we thank you so much for talking to us today thank you very much i'm very happy to be here and i thank you for 
requesting me for this interview. I'm honored. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.